0: But right now, we've got them live here in the studio. We'll be chatting to Sophie Smythe and Ryan Smedley on their new show, The Aspie Hour. Welcome to the two of you. Thanks Hello. so much for having us. Yes, we're very glad to have you here. Now, um, before we get into the show itself, can you explain to our younger listeners what Asperger's is and how it affects the two of you in your daily lives?
1: Yeah, well, it's um, part of the autism spectrum disorder now. It's all mm-hmm. sort of, um, they've combined the diagnosis of Asperger's into one big spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's part of that. And um, it just sort of means that we, um, our brain just functions a little bit differently to mm-hmm. um, neurotypical people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we really struggle with uh, social cues. We sort of have to manually learn everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we struggle with... I know, I struggle with eye (laughs) contact. Oh, yeah, I I do too. Um, There are, uh,
2: you know, not every person who's on the spectrum is the same, of course, but there are some things that are pretty common uh, amongst a lot of people. For example, very fixed interests. We tend to have, you know, our our obsessions are very specific and very particular to us, kind of, to the fact, to to the extent that no-one else in the world could possibly be as big a fan of Mary Libby Roll along the original 1981 Broadway production starring Jim Walton, Lonnie Price and Anne Morrison as myself. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and, and Sophie has her own particular interests as well, of course.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. And what are your interests, Sophie?
1: Oh, music theatre as well. Um mm. I don't love Merrily as, as much no, as Ryan. I don't think Merrily. anyone does. No, not mine. Um, yeah, no, I I'm sort of I've got a quite a heavy obsession with the musical Wicked. Kinda of okay. heavy. Kind, kind of heavy. Of heavy. Well, I have seen mild. it fourteen times live, but <laughs> um I mean it's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, well, we've actually um, got your press release for the Aspie Hour here, your show, and it says that it comes from your obsession with musical theatre, so, and it's a very... Well, it reads as sort of unhealthy, I would say. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: well, um, I, it, it depends how you look at it, I mm. suppose. uh, uh Unhealthy in that it means that uh, one doesn't focus on ordinary day-to-day life things as much as one should. Like I don't know, working or <laughs> or eating because they're too busy listening to musical theatre or something like that. Mm. I'm kidding, obviously, but I mean, I I, I mean, uh, no, it's just it's it's a very very large obsession uh, that we have, and we just uh, we uh, we we kind of come alive through those. Passions. That's mm. what we. That's what we enjoy. That's what we enjoy talking about, discussing, researching, and everything. Mm.
1: So, it, will your show be a musical as well? Uh, well, the show itself is is divided in two halves. Um, mm. So it's an hour long. But um, Ryan shares his story, and then I share my story. So Ryan's focuses on his trip to New York City um, that he took, and how his um, Asperger's sort of. Uh, shaped that trip Mm. a little bit Um, but my half is a musical um, so I do it dressed as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz Mm -hmm. Authentic costume Yeah, replica custom made Mm. Um, and so mine is in the structure of a, a mini musical
2: and the show itself is a cabaret so it's on at the Butterfly Club and uh, it's, uh, while it's not, you know, one wouldn't describe it as a traditional musical for those in, for those listening who aren't uh, 100% aware a cabaret is far more um, audience interaction-y uh, than, than a traditional music is, you know we'll, we'll talk to the audience, we expect them to be loud and boisterous and for us to talk to them during the show and uh, kind of hear their thoughts on uh, what we're talking about as well and what we're singing about.
0: So you have already um, shown the show at Ballarat, I understand, yes. um, where your
2: um, alma mater is based. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what's the reaction been so far? It's been so positive. Mm. Uh, I think more than Sophie and I both just really mm. expected or anticipated, because it started out at, at you know at, at our uni mm. up uh, at, at Ballarat Federation University as uh, just a small 10-minute uh, presentation for an assessment, and it just kind of grew from there. It became half an hour each, and then our director, Fiona Scott-Norman, pretty much said, oh, well, you know, there's so similar, why don't we find a way to uh, merge them together? And uh, this is pretty much the brainchild of her getting it to to this stage uh, at the Ballarat Cabaret Festival last year and, yeah, the Melbourne uh, Comedy Festival this year.
1: Mm. And people were, yeah, it was quite overwhelming hearing Mm. responses. A lot of people wanted to talk to us after the show Mm. um, about their experiences on the spectrum or someone that they know that's on the spectrum as well. Um, And we kind of weren't really expecting them to be so open Mm -hmm. to discussing it, which Mm is, I mean, essentially what we're trying to do is is create a discussion Mm -hmm. about this, but I don't think we were expecting... As much no. as we got here. Uh, yeah.
2: we, we, no, we know that like you know, you can't really point to anywhere else in the world, let alone Australia, and say, oh, yeah, this cabaret is similar to the Aspie Hour, or that's kind of similar to what it is we're doing. So it's nice being uh, feeling like we're kind of at the forefront of, of something, you know, doing something mm. unique, something that really hasn't been done before.
3: Mm.
1: Um, so um, where can we find tickets for the the
2: show yeah so uh, they're available in a few different places Uh, you can go to Mm thebutterflyclub.com and look through the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, listings there you can go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival website Mm -hmm. and search for the Aspie Hour Uh, we also recommend uh, you like our page on Facebook which again is accessible by just searching the Aspie Hour that's Mm -hmm. A-S-P-I-E and if you like that uh, then you can uh, follow the prompts to to the event and tickets and uh, look out for some possible discount codes that will be coming up in in the future
0: yes absolutely um, one, one broader question I'd like to ask you we're seeing that um people on the autism spectrum are being represented more broadly on television and film for example the good doctor um do you think that representation is good right now or could it be improved or
1: um, yeah I've I've seen the good doctor that well they um, mm. the u.s because yeah, it US. was originally uh, they did it originally, oh, so in in Singapore, I think. I think it was somewhere. Korea. Korea, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, somewhere, yeah, and and also um, atypical as well, which mm. was on Netflix, Netflix. in the mm. past year, um, and it's really interesting watching these shows because obviously in the Good Doctor he's he's a savant, so he's mm. a he's a particularly intelligent um, person mm. on the spectrum, and I think a lot of people think, you know, Asperger's. You must be the smartest person ever, and I think Mm. that's a little bit of a misconception. I don't think that helps.
2: Mm. And and I think it depends on who's watching as to how helpful it is because when you've got representations of people with Asperger's and autism in the media, and we've got far more now than we used to, Mm. then that is a good thing, you know, as even even if they're not 100% accurate for everyone, because they can't be accurate for everyone. The problem mm-hmm. is if people watch that and then go, this guy's got Asperger's and he's a savant, therefore all people with Asperger's are savants. Mm. People need to be intelligent enough to be like, this is a television show, this is just one example of a person with Asperger's, and you know what? It's called a spectrum for a reason. Yeah. Everyone's at a different point on it. Mm.
1: I would like to see some females, though. Yeah, um, from good, a, from my perspective, I, I can't name one off the top of my Neither head. A I. female that's in the, in the media That's at the moment, mm. like, with autism on these, on these shows. Well, actually, I, I
0: have a friend of mine who's also female and on the autism spectrum, and she said that, yeah, there's a lot of stigma because there's this thought that um, autism only happens to, like, boys, particularly mm. younger boys. Yeah. Mm.
2: Mm. Stat- statistically, it does, but it's not fair to those who are who are female and that can feel that sort of,
3: yeah, the stigma.
2: It's not good at all.
0: Mm, absolutely.
3: Mm, um. Oh, hello. I'm assistant producer Christian, uh, who also Mm. happened to be another Aspie lurking in this room. Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We were just doing some high fives across the table there, yes. (laughs) Um, A wonderful visual uh, visual for our listeners. (laughs) Um, Surely you would have heard the visuals. Mm. Um, Yeah, just on the genius thing... um, this this might sound like an oxymoron, but I don't think it really is. Um, when I v- was reading about your show, I mean, it certainly I wasn't getting the savant genius kind of vibes at all. So yeah, it sounds like an oxymoron, but isn't quite. I don't think it really is. It's um, it was really refreshing to hear about a show about normal Aspies, <laughs> as it were. So you know, um, Aspies who aren't you know geniuses in that like top uh, you know point one percentile, yeah. um, but also who aren't sort of you know, whose lives aren't total melodramatic tragedies, like somewhere in between yeah. genius and tragedy.
2: And and look, certainly we find mm. ways to you know make up for our lack of being a savant because mm. because we are obsessed <laughs> because we are obsessed with these thing, these uh, you know particular shows or music theatre or whatever. We are uh, we we know almost everything there is to know about these particular topics, and so for in. To a person's first glance, it certainly appears if we start talking about this particular interest that we have, we can go on and on and, and, and on about it. So uh, someone might confuse that with being really smart, just and really intelligent just generally. We're not, not really. We just know a lot about this particular thing because mm. I've spent days and days researching every single possible internet source available. And how
0: much, and how much of that research makes its way into your show?
2: Uh, a little bit, a little mm. bit. There's yeah, a, there's a segment where I uh, I ask the audience to name a year, and I will tell them the, who won the Tony Award for best musical in that particular year. But that sounds like me and the Oscars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of it does. I think because it's cabaret, there is an element of unpredictability mm-hmm. to what could happen on stage. So I think mm. we're both well equipped with enough information to be able to hand handle anything that an audience might throw at us. So That's that- a dare, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So there you go, sin listeners. If you want to go along to the show, yeah, throw something at them. See how they respond. Yes, but I don't encourage it at all. Of course, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> yeah.
1: not, physical throwing. Yeah. Not, not.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, but, but I have to say, yeah, I love that as well because I think that unpredictability is so like not um, stereotypically Aspie. You know, it's not, it's not routine. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, yeah. And also, well, obviously, at yeah, the Aspie Hour, it's about musical, it, musical theatre. It's not about, um, you know. Lego, trains, IT, any of those sorts I hated sorts Lego.
2: Everyone I was loved like, Lego. Well, oh, okay. Because <laughs> everyone was like, why don't you like Lego? And I'm just like, I can't do things with my... Because, you know, I was clumsy as a kid. Mm. And so there was no possible way that I was going to be able to work those things out. But you loved it, did you say? I loved it. Yeah. I borrowed
1: my brother's Lego all the time. <laughs> mm. Dang it. could not, could not.
0: Yes. Um, so, a reminder to our listeners that the Aspia is on as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival between March 27th and April 5th at the Butterfly Club in Melbourne. So, I'd like to thank Sophie and Ryan for joining us in the studio today.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much Thanks. for having us. Yes,
0: it's been a wonderful conversation. Um, hopefully we can have you back soon with That'd whatever other projects you've got lined up. Yeah, sure thing. All right, um, so, Viv, I understand we're throwing to a song next. What have we got coming up?